What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Full Court Blitz Sports Show, a show where we talk about the most, about the most pressing NFL and NBA news. Uh, go ahead and use that link, anchor.fm forward slash Anthony-McCulley. That's M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y. Again, that is M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y. Once you get to that website, um, please hit that follow button. I believe I actually went to the website, though. I, I actually did just go to the link to see what you guys would see. And I don't know if it shows a follow button. I know for me it doesn't, probably because I'm the... Well, I think it's because I'm the host, but if it let me know if it shows a follow for you guys, because I'm not sure if it does or not. But if it does, please make sure to hit that follow button to be notified of every single upload. Also, don't forget that the podcast is on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Please rate the podcast on both of those platforms, just essentially to let me know if you guys are enjoying the content or not. Also, using the social links down below, let me know if there's anything different you guys would like to see on the podcast. Also, don't forget that I am, let me know also if you guys are interested in becoming a guest on the show as I am looking for guests currently. So, if you guys are able to find a guest, let them, tell them that they can come over here and be a guest. If you guys yourself want to be a guest, let me know as well. Um... I'll let you guys know in the description what is required to be a guest or like what I prefer. So um, I won't say that in here, but I'll let you guys know down in the description. Also, last thing, like and subscribe to the podcast YouTube channel as well as the podcast Facebook page. I also did make an Instagram. All three of those are which going to be for, as I've said before, all three of those are going to be for news that doesn't make the podcast so like if the news comes out on something in either the nfl or nba and it but it's after a podcast has been uploaded i will post it on those sites so that way you guys still get the content so um but yeah make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast youtube channel i am i did order that face cam today so that'll be coming in also and I will let you guys know when it comes in so that way we can make a video. Um, also, again, like and follow the uh, podcast Facebook page. As well as the Instagram page I just made yesterday. So, that is going to be the... The name for that is... That you have to look up is... The underscore Full Court Blitz Show. So... Again, it is the underscore full port full court blitz show. I will have it in down in the down in the description box for you guys. So that way you guys can go ahead and follow that. It's gonna be you'll know it's mine if it's does if it doesn't have a YouTube or a uh, profile picture. I'm still working on getting a um I'm working on getting a an art made for the show, like a kind of like a logo or something. I'm working on doing that. I'm trying to get some sort of cover art for that kind of stuff. And then I'll turn that into the podcast profile and all the other sites. So again, guys, yeah, just let me know again, what you guys think of the show. I'd love to hear about you. I'd love to hear from you guys.
But uh, other than that, uh, hopefully you all are having an amazing morning so far. And also have a good day. Wherever you guys are watching this, have a good morning. Have a good day. I don't know. But, um, guys, guys. I also just wanted to, I know I've been rambling on for a little bit. I just want to also say, still, guys, just thank you so much for the support still. You guys are, I really don't know. And you guys are crazy. You know, you guys have shown so much love and support. And I know I don't need to say very much because I've already explained it. But, again, this podcast wouldn't be anything without you guys. Everything is because of you. Everything that this podcast has done is because of you. Sure, I just make the upload. I just make the content. But you guys show it the love that it needs to keep going. And you guys seem to kill it every time. So, I just want to say thank you guys so much for that. And, um, but yeah. So, I think we should just get right into it now. So, this is on the, again, this will all be linked down below. But, the Bills have signed, or the Bills are signing left tackle Deion Dawkins to a four-year, $60 million extension. The Bills announced Thursday they've signed left tackle Deion Dawkins to a four-year contract extension. Ian Rappaport reported that it's a $60 million deal with $34 million guaranteed. Uh, The 2017 second-round pick has entered the final year of his rookie contract. Now he's tired to Buffalo through 2024 season. And this was a statement given by... Uh, Deion Dawkins himself. Uh, in quote, it just means that it's time to go to go earn it. It's definitely time to go out there and earn every penny of it. It just gives me that much more respect, and it shows how it shows the respect they had for myself. That listen, that is our franchise left tackle, and Deion Dawkins is a piece that we can build around and we can continue to win games with. End quote. So. Uh, and here's it gets into his stats a little bit. Dawkins has started uh, 43 games in his three years in Buffalo and has rounded into a solid blindside passer, pass blocker. The Bills believe the stalwart who has never missed a game in his career will continue to grow into the position. In a league constantly searching for quality tackle play, the Bills locking up Dawkins was a no-brainer. So... The extent, oh, it goes on. Last thing to say, this extension came in a shade under Nate Solder's deal in New York, making Dawkins the fifth highest paid left tackle in the NFL and the seventh highest paid overall offensive tackle. So, you know, it seems like that this was. I mean, yeah, they're not wrong. You always want to look for that quality in a player, you know, and especially with an ever-so-changing position that is where every team is constantly looking for that new guy to step up for that position. So to see the Bills being able to lock up Deion Dawkins and be able to keep him around for a little while longer also considering that he's probably one of the vets on that team now. So, you know, it probably helps out. 
especially when he knows the offense and he knows, you know, he knows what he's doing. So when you when you're able to have that kind of trust in a player and to and as a teammate, when you're able to have that teammate trust, it it helps knowing that you know he's able to do his part and no one else is worried that he'll mess up. Sure, people will mess up, but I mean, when you're when you're well equipped to a guy that but that's been around for a little while, you're you know not so worried about him. And um, I know there's teams that you know worried about certain guys because they don't know them enough to know that they're not going to mess up. And um, I think that's what they got in Deion Dawkins. And um, the fact that they're able to keep him for another four years to 2024 is amazing. Is good. You always want, again, you always want that kind of veteran presence at those types of positions, especially if it means it's a position where they're actually protecting the quarterback. Then that's where you want those. Though that's where you kind of want the vets at, and that's where you kind of want a little bit more, a little bit more of that trust especially in those tackles and shit. So, yeah, you don't, you know, it's it's awesome to see. It's good. But, um, so let's, uh, wait, because what did this, what did this say? It said that he had 43 games in his three years on Buffalo. So, yeah, it seems like, you know, he just came to the Buffalo being a, just a normal just a normal you know just a normal left tackle and now he's morphed into like a a blindside pass blocker and a just an all-around he's able to do like it seems as if he could do multiple positions now whereas before he was just doing tackle and now he's doing like now he's like able to do other positions but they're not going to do it it's like one of those things where they're not going to do it if they don't need it but they can but he can do it so um yeah it seems as if he just kind of went from a left tackle to being able to be a blindside pass blocker so you know it's like that's the next thing up above a left tackle. And now he's kind of just morphed into both. And now it's almost like blindside pass rusher has its own ability, but he's able to do both. So. Yeah. And again, this is a league where quality, where superstar quality is always kind of needed and it's it's something every team's always kind of searching for but not every team can ever find so that's why i'm saying it's really good that they're able to lock up a guy that they can consider a quality player because they're going to be hard to come by especially in today's league where everything is competition but um next thing here chiefs and the tight and tight end travis kelsey have agreed to terms on a four-year, $57 million extension. This actually came yesterday, August 13th at 2 p.m. So, goes on to say, and this was reported by Rap Report, it is a four-year, $57 million extension 
that will keep him in KC for the next six seasons. The deal is worth between is between is worth between fourteen million and fifteen million dollars per year in new money average. Turning thirty one in October, Kelsey had two years left on his contract with salary cap figures of eleven point two million in twenty twenty and nine million in twenty twenty one. The extension will take him well into the back half of his thirties. Averaging $9.53 million on his five-year extension signed in 2016, a new deal will pay the star tight end closer in line to his worth. So he already had two years left on the contract, meaning he's got six years now because that's four years. So, yeah, this will take him into his 30s. So it's going to be 31 in October. So this will take him. So he'll be playing the 2020 season at 31 years old. So... He will be, let's see, well, he'll be like 36, 37 years old, something like that. He'll be around that age. So, yeah, it's, you know, well... When he's been on, when when a guy like him has been on a team for so long, you know, you kind of are able to build that, you know, you're really able to build that deep trust in a player and you're really able to get that superstar, uh, you know, potential out of them. And that's what you're able to get in Travis Kelsey and and, and, uh, Travis Kelsey. So I think, you know, obviously with him being around for so long, knowing the offense like he does, He's really able to bring the best out of the team. And overall, just a really clutch player, you know. He's able to do, well, for a tight end, he's able to do a lot of things that are pretty spectacular. And um, I think that's why we always like seeing those New England Patriots versus Kansas City Chief games because I think one of the, one of the battles we always like to kind of see is the tight end versus tight end. You know, we always like to see Rob Gronkowski versus Travis Kelsey. Who's going to get more yards? Who, you know, it's always, it's always, you know, who's going to get, who's always going to get the upper hand out of the game between those two. And that always seems to be one of the headlines every time they used to play, you know, it ain't going to be the same anymore, but you know, back then, you know, back, back when Gronk was playing, that's the headlines that would used to come up, you know, Who's going to get more of this game? Is is Gronk going to get more rece- receiving yards than Kelsey? Is Kelsey going to get more touchdowns than Gronk? You know, so it always kind of, you know, that's it's just kind of how it always went. And um, I think that, well, as a Chief fan, you'll probably be happier about this deal, considering he's one of the best players on your team. And um, when he's got as much... When there's as much, um, what am I trying to say? When a quarterback in their tight end is able to get a is able to get, um, when they're able to play so well together like Mahomes and Kelsey can, it's going to be really hard. It's it's going to it's really hard. To, I mean, we've already seen it. It's it's really hard to stop, and um. I've already seen them too. They made some spectacular plays already. I'm sure that within his next six years, I'm sure another thing will, I'm sure another spectacular, more spectacular plays are to come.
But um, I wanted to get into Travis Kelsey's. Um, stats. All right, so his stats look like this. So regular season, he had 97 receptions, 1,229 yards, 12.7 was his average rush per run per reception, and five touchdowns. Postseason looked like this, 19 receptions, 207 yards, 10.9 was his average run per rush per reception, and four touchdowns. So, and overall, around the same postseason, kind of, you know, postseason was almost as good as regular season. It's, it's a little bit down. His numbers are a little bit more down from the regular season, but at the same time, postseason also isn't as long as regular season, so it's also harder to match regular season stats with postseason stats. So I can't necessarily say that. So I can't necessarily pin that against them, considering that. But um, for what there is, I mean, 207 yards for 19 receptions, that's actually pretty good. With four touchdowns, one down from the regular season. So I would say he didn't do, you know, it wasn't that bad. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to quickly toss the stats in there as well. So uh, we'll be looking for more spectacular plays with him for the next upcoming or the next upcoming six years. We'll be looking forward to more stats. Uh, next up is George Kittle. Actually, uh, he has agreed to a five-year, seventy-five million dollar extension, and this also came in yesterday as well. So the 49ers and Kittle are in agreement on a five-year, seventy-five million dollar extension. In a report also reported with Michael Silver. Of the $75 million total, more than half of it is made up of, of guarantees, with $30 million guaranteed at signing, $40 million guaranteed for injury, and $18 million arriving via signing bonus. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said this on a radio call Thursday. By saying, quote, we're just pumped to get it done, end quote. Uh, and, and then also, uh, by saying, quote, we were dying to get something done with a player like George, uh, end quote. So, oh, it also goes on to say that this new deal for George Kittle also made him the highest paid tight end by a wide margin, surpassing Tampa Bay's Rob Gronkowski. Man, that's really weird to say. Tampa Bay's Rob Gronkowski. That's really weird to say. I'm so used to him giving him the title New England's Rob Gronkowski. It's weird to hear that, man. But um, in terms of the total contract value, $54 million and blowing past Chargers tight end Hunter Henry, $10.6 million on a one-year franchise tag, and New Browns signing Austin Hooper, $10.5 million per year over four years in terms of average per year. So again, just showing how much, you know, his deal really is worth. I mean, it actually is worth a lot when you look at how many people he surpassed. But um, I also want to go through 
George Kittle's 2019 stats as well. So this is what his season looked like. So regular season was 85 receptions, 1,053 yards, 12.4 average uh, rush per reception, and five touchdowns. Postseason was eight receptions, 71 yards, 8.9 average was average rush per reception, and zero touchdowns. So postseason, obviously nothing like regular season. Now, I am surprised by this, though. I'm not really surprised, but 85 receptions, regular season. He's putting up, like, those are, like, receiver numbers right there. You know, 85 receptions, that's, like, something Julian Edelman would put up each game. That's something he would do. And 1,053 yards? Yeah, these are definitely more of like, and you know, that's what's so impressive. You know, that's why they're saying that the tight end position has really changed. You know, it's it's almost like it's not even its own position. It's almost like it's not even a position anymore. Like, you know, a tight end is almost being played like a receiver or a pass blocker now. So, you know, it's almost like the tight end position has kind of morphed in and kind of evolved into either a tackle position or a receiver. It's like, because, and players like Rob Gronkowski have helped evolve this theory that the tight end position has become more stagnant and become more, and become more of like the other positions. You know, it's almost like you could take out the tight end position and still be able to adapt and play well without that position even being a thing. You know, because it's almost like if you take out the tight end position, Essentially, all these tight ends are becoming now is either a left tackle, a right tackle, or a a wide receiver. Because players like Rob Gronkowski have helped evolve that into what it is today. You know, because Rob Gronkowski, he's either a receiver. He's not even his own tight end. He's either, he's playing other positions. He's either a wide receiver, or they would put him at a tackle position doing duties of a tackle, you know, like pass blocking. And so with that being said, that's what they did with George Kittle in the, in the postseason. Why else would he have zero touchdowns? And you could clearly tell he was barely targeted, only eight receptions. That's nowhere near the 85 he had in the regular season, plus only 71 yards. So, yeah, you could tell that they kind of just went to him for pass blocking same, you know, that's what a lot of teams seem to do when they got bigger tight ends and are able to make some better plays like that. They're able to make they're able to make a lot better plays when they're bigger guys and with more muscle and more mass and more they're able to uh they're able to cover more on the field when they're you know, when they're like that. So That's just his stats there. And then the last thing I wanted to get into was actually for the NBA. This is for the San Antonio Spurs community page of SB Nation. I wanted to toss this in there. wasn't really sure if I was going to or not. Didn't really know how I felt about doing it. But uh, ultimately decided to do it anyway because it's in this episode. So the Spurs have been eliminated from the playoffs for the first time this century. 
their 22-year playoff run has officially ended. So the return. So it goes on to say how they missed the opportunity to return to the playoffs for a 23rd straight season. Obviously, this was one of the biggest. This is the reason why this is so sad is because this is one of the biggest streaks that the Spurs actually had currently in the end. Well, well, they did have currently in the NBA. Now it's gone. But they failed to miss the playoffs, failed to make the playoffs for the 23rd time in a row while trying to find as many articles around the inter- interwebs recognizing the entirely, entirety of what the Spurs have accomplished in those seasons since Timothy Theodore Duncan graced our city and our hearts, speaking from the website. So, this is crazy. It, I think the reason why, you know, I think what, I guess this what makes this so surprising is, this is dating back, I believe it said 1997 is when this first started. Or 1999. Yep, 97. So, and I guess what also makes it so legendary is the fact that, you know, that Spurs team has now become, you know, it went from such an old team to now being a little bit younger than what they were you know they went for they they went now to a little bit of a younger team now than they used to be and um i guess it makes it sad that a guy like pop isn't a co- like a guy like coach pop isn't able to celebrate something like that anymore and he doesn't have that to really hang on to but um hey guys again that's all i really got for today that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that is everything. Okay. So yeah, that's everything we got for today. Make sure to use that link, anchor.fm forward slash Anthony dash McCulley. That's M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y. Again, that is M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y. Go ahead and hit that follow button as well. If it's there, I, I again, it's not for me, but it's probably because I'm the host. Let me know if it shows a follow button for you guys. But if there is, please make sure to hit that follow button and be notified of every upload. Also, don't forget that the podcast is on. And show the podcast run with your friends and family if you think they'd enjoy the content as much as you do. Also, don't forget that the podcast is on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Please make sure to rate the podcast on both of those platforms as it lets me know if you guys are enjoying the content. Also, don't forget to let me know down below what you guys would like to see different on the show, as well as let me know if you guys would like to be a guest on the show as I am looking for guests currently. So, um... Also, don't forget to like and subscribe, follow, and also follow the podcast Facebook page, podcast YouTube channel, and Instagram page. Again, I will have that linked down below. You guys will know what's mine once again because there will be no profile picture as I am working on profile art right now. So I'm trying to get a really cool art going for the pod. But again, guys, without that being said, this has been the Full Court Blitz Sports Show. Hopefully you're all having an amazing day and hopefully continue to peace out.